4: Welcome to the Yoga Hour, our time to open our hearts and our minds to the infinite. I'm Yogacharya O'Brien. And today we'll be looking at some insights from the ancient system of kriya yoga a philosophy and practice for spiritually conscious fulfilled living in today's world. Yoga of course is a word that so many are familiar with today but not everyone understands its deepest uh, meaning and intention which is self and god realization to awaken to the truth of our own nature to be be restored to our original wholeness, knowing the truth of what we are and then living in harmony with it. Living in harmony with our true self uh, and the laws of the universe is our topic today. We're blessed with this opportunity to explore Jyotish or Vedic astrology to help us understand how the macrocosm of the universe impacts the uh microcosm of our individual lives. And we're joined today by Camilla Sutton and uh, she is the co-founder and chair of the British British Association for Vedic Astrology. She's on the faculty of the American College of Vedic Astrology and is a council member of the Astrological Association of Great Britain. Camilla is the author of several books on uh, Vedic Astrology, in, including one called The Essentials of Vedic Astrology. Uh, you can find out more about her work, her teachings, um, and her, opportunities to be with her at her website which is comilla.com and that's k-o-m-i-l-l-a.com good morning Comilla. i'm so delighted that you're here for yoga hour today uh,
5: good morning Yoga yogacharya it's so wonderful to be with you today Thank you for inviting me. It's a joy. And so before we dive
4: into this possibility of what astrology can do for us, and really the opportunity, I think, with you, you know, for us all to have a deeper understanding of its significance. Before we go there, let's take a moment just for a centering meditation. moment let's begin to center ourselves to bring our attention and our awareness into the depths of our being into the center of our being opening our hearts our minds to the infinite to divine omnipresence remembering one reality which is called by many names is the support, is the substance of all that is. We can remember that right where we are, this divine reality, this divine essence is present. It's present as you, as me, as everyone, as everything within us, around us, between us. So we can always use our breath for a centering moment, awareness of our breath, breathing in. We feel the breath. We feel the sensation of the breath in the body. We feel the air cool coming in through the nostrils. And with a relaxed, deep breath, we feel the air touching the back of the throat, filling the lungs, expanding the abdomen. And then the warm stream of air flowing out. So it's simple to just bring attention to the breath. And then along with that, along with attention, we bring our intention, which is to remember the highest truth of our being. To practice yoga, In this moment, bring our attention and our awareness to connect with our essence of being. Let go of clinging to thoughts and feelings and simply consciously abide in the heart, in the essence. May the peace of our essence of being fill our mind now, fill our body. May it pervade every relationship, every encounter today. May it overflow as blessing into our world. Once again, Komila Sutton, welcome to the Yoga Hour. Just Mm -hmm. a few words um, for me about uh, astrology and, and Jyotish, or Vedic astrology in particular. The whole topic is not often uh, understood in the West. You know, it tends to be, I probably don't have to tell you, it tends to be looked upon um, as something superstitious or occult. Um, mm. People don't think of it as based on uh, science or understand it as a way to live more consciously. Paramahansa Yogananda's guru Swami Sri Yukteswar, who was a Vedic astrologer, said, All parts of creation are linked together and interchange their influences. The balanced rhythm of the universe is rooted in reciprocity. Man, in his human aspect, has to combat two sets of forces. First, the tumults within his being, caused by the admixture of earth, water, fire, air, and ethereal elements. And second, the outer disintegrating powers of nature. So long as man struggles with his mortality, he is affected by the myriad mutations of heaven and earth. So... Um, Camilla, let's start with just having you introduce for us the meaning of the word um, Jyotish and, um, you know, a little bit about what
5: Vedic astrology is. Yeah, Vedic astrology is actually the modern, uh, kind of e- name for Jyotish. Uh, I, I prefer to call it Jyotish because Jyotish is the science of light. Jyoti means light, and Ish means the god of light. So in a way, the, the study of the uh, planets and the heavens and the stars and its influence uh, is to bring light into our life and to make us understand that what are the restrictions that we are Uh, born to in this life and as uh, Sri Yukteshwara says that the moment we come into this uh, world we are then subject to certain issues and certain aspects of life and the Vedic philosophy believes that we as individuals are our inner soul is perfect and eternal yet when we are born we get Uh, We are uh, involved with time which is decaying and changing and uncertain. And our soul gets encased by the five elements and by the karma or the actions of our past lives. Therefore, the clarity of the way the soul looks to the world gets... um, covered by personality, by ego, by issues, and um, the impurities come into us. And uh, the belief is this, that when um, we come to this earth, we can do something about it. Life is not just about being, um, uh, you know, stuck with whatever we are born with or with faith, but to understand that how to uh, develop ourselves and how to find that. So Mm -hmm. what Jyotish does is that it gives us the light to see not only what are the issues that we have brought into our lives uh, from the time of birth, and this is studied through the knowledge of the planets and the Mm -hmm. stars exactly at the time we are born. But then as we struggle to purify and to reach to that divinity within us, we are, uh, you know, uh, dealing with forces of nature, uh, difficult planetary energies all the time. So by being aware of them, it enlightens us and we can follow the path of the cosmic easier. Uh, so that is why Jyotish was given the highest importance in uh, the Vedas because it is called the eye of the Vedas. So it's about not just seeing like today it's sunny out we can see what is visible, but you can turn inwards and see the true light within ourselves. But uh, Jyotish gives us our um gives us the understanding of what are our blockages, what is um, not allowing us to understand ourselves. And therefore you know, then we can develop.
4: You know, and that's a beautiful um, introduction. Thank you so much for that. And I, and I think, you know, one of the reasons that um, people find it difficult, uh, in the West in particular, uh, to find it difficult uh, to... Um, you know, relate to Jodish is, is that it really is dealing, um, with this planetary connection and also mm-hmm. with the subtle uh, causes behind conditions. And so, you know, we tend to be, mm-hmm. uh, predominantly a materialistic culture. <laughs> so we're, we're, yeah. we're looking at the things we can see and not so much at what we, we don't see. Um, uh, you know, and I was thinking about this and, and, and how, uh, the idea and the practice of Jyotish can expand our consciousness, um, you, you know uh <laughs> So it's like when our consciousness is contracted, you know, living inside Mm -hmm. this body-mind. And, you know, then when we begin to look outside of that, even at the physical level, to say, wait a minute, you know, we Mm -hmm. are living, you know, not just this body. We're living on the earth. We're living in the cosmos. And, you know, most of us can um, experience the influence of the moon. You know, that's the most Mm -hmm. obvious. Obvious, right. You know, we have, yeah. the t- we have the tides, you know, women's bodies are connected to it. Um, We have the full moon uh, lunacy, <laughs> right, where, you know, there's a lot of upset that goes on around the time of full moon often. So we have, you know, some little inkling of that, but then the rest of it seems so subtle. And of course it mm. is. And so you know, how do we begin to tune into this, um, this, this more subtle influence and in fact, uh, begin to get the perspective that we are connected, uh, to the cosmos?
5: Yeah, I suppose the, you know, the thing is that often with astrology it has become also very materialistic so a lot of people just don't understand the deeper meaning of it and how it can help you and i think one of the greatness of jyotish is that it's not ignoring your material needs but it's a, a sort of taking you towards looking at your more um, deeper needs so you start with the outer physical self and then you go deeper in and as you said, the most important planet is the moon, mm-hmm. and uh, the moon is, um, you know, uh, just as a on a basic level, what uh, we understand is that uh, the moon is uh, waxing, it's waning, it's not um, steady in its quality, and um, uh, and in uh, Jyotish, moon represents the mind. So how our mind is, is how the moon is, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm, it's never mm -hmm. steady, it's changing, today we want something, tomorrow something else, our interests are changing, Um, then, uh, you know, we are sometimes social, sometimes internalized, so all this is reflected by the monthly cycle of the moon. So even the most lay people can understand we have the new moon and the full moon, and in between, you know, both. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but when the moon comes back to the new moon, it's never the same because it has moved and we have, uh, uh, you know, all this energy that is uh, there. Uh, And so as a yogi, which you understand also, is that the main thing we have to learn is how to manage our mind and how to keep it still and calm, whereas by nature, the moon is up and down. So not only we have a birth moon, so in order to understand astrology, of course, you can um, study your birth chart first. You go in and you explore what is the inheritance of the mind, What what have we got as a personal quality And other planets, so where are our strengths which we can uh, use to uh, deal with these forces of nature? What is our weakness which we can fortify and develop ourselves? But the moon is a a thing that um, you find that it's whatever its quality in your natal chart is, it's a monthly quality or daily quality, which is changing all the time, mm-hmm. uh, has to also be managed, and this is where uh, yoga comes in. You see, the uh, the marriage between understanding Jyotish and understanding Yoga is very important. They are sort of because through practice of Yoga, through Jyotish, we can understand the quality of our mind and its changeable quality and then the quality of the moon on a daily basis to change, you know, mm-hmm. where moon is today, it won't be tomorrow and day after it will be in a totally different place. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then how do we uh, bring that balance into our life? That uh, comes through the study of, uh, uh, or the not study so much but the practice of uh, yoga mm. uh so not yeah. as you know it's not just the physical yoga but the spiritual yoga or yeah. the yoga of our, our conversation right. today <laughs> by understanding so yeah. that is the key thing
4: Yeah, in particular, of course, um, meditation. You know, meditation giving us the insight into the nature of the mind. And ultimately being a pathway to take us beyond uh, mm. the changeable influence of the mind uh, to abide in the soul. So we have that uh, avenue of realization in yoga. Um, mm. But, you know, also as we realize, you know, the truth of what we are as unchanging, we still are living in a changing world. <laughs> and so yeah. this is where uh, Jyotish is particularly Helpful and important. And when we come back from the break, we'll, we'll talk more about how Jyotish works. So, for those of you who are, are new um, to learning about Jyotish, about Vedic astrology, um, stay tuned for some really um, intriguing information about how it works and how it might be useful. Uh, to you for, uh, more conscious living. You're listening to the Yoga Hour with special guest today, Comilla Sutton. Her website is comilla, K-O-M-I-L-L-A dot com and we'll be right back with you.
1: 272727 Thank you for your support.
6: At Metaphysical Rock 2, we demystify metaphysics to help you live life at a deeper level. One of our key principles is the recognition that you always have the power to choose how you respond to any situation. Instead of asking, why did this happen to me? A better practice, which aligns with the metaphysical principles we share, is to ask yourself the question, how can I use this for good? We promise you'll experience a transformation in thinking that will reap huge dividends as you master the art of living metaphysically. For new perspective and spiritual insight, listen to Metaphysical Romp 2 with co-hosts Reverend Paul Hasselbeck, Reverend Bill Holton, and Reverend Cher Holton. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio.
2: I will leave this world as it is. The world is full of voices, advertising, television, politics. as she and her guests explore how to hear the call of the soul and create the soul-directed life. Live Thursday at 1 p.m. Central, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Go inside to find my God. You're
3: listening to The Yoga Hour. Living the Eternal Way, with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien. We
4: now return to The Yoga Hour. Welcome back to The Yoga Hour. I'm Yogacharya O'Brien. And um, our guest today is Vedic astrologer, author, and spiritual teacher, Komila Sutton, Sri Yukteswar, the Guru of Parmansu Yogananda, a Vedic astrologer and Kriya Yoga master, emphasized how Jodish can provide insight and support to lead us in the direction of soul freedom. Uh, he, he, Parmansa Yogananda quotes him in his book, The Autobiography of a Yogi, as saying, The message boldly blazoned across the heavens at the moment of birth is not meant to emphasize fate, the result of of past good and evil, but to arouse man's will to escape from his universal thralldom. What he has done, he can undo. None other than himself was the instigator of the causes of whatever effects are now prevalent in his life. He can overcome any limitation because he created it by his own actions in the first place and because he possesses spiritual resources that are not subject to planetary pressure. Um, Camilla, uh, an Arve consultation... Uh, usually begins with the natal chart of the birth chart, a map of uh, the universe of the heavens at our time of birth. Um, Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about, you know, why that's important and what what a person can gain from um, that snapshot of that moment in time. Yeah, so
5: I think the main thing is just that we look at the, uh, the birth chart, the time, place and um, date of birth, exactly where you're born and what is rising on the eastern horizon at that time. And the importance of uh, the birth chart or the Vedic consultation is that just like Sri Yukteswar is saying that um, the person has created certain limitations for themselves because of past good and evil, what are those limitations? You know, we know we have limitations, but what exactly are those limitations? Are indicated by the quali- the strength and weakness of our planets or our birth chart. But they are not as a limit thing that we are just stuck with it. Uh, the main thing Jyotish is uh, telling us is that if this is your chart, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to use that energy? So what is the greatness of Jyotish is that you don't have to scrabble around in the dark. You can go straight to what are my issues? And then the the other thing is this that we have time periods. So these issues don't all come to us in one go they re- reveal themselves slowly over the time of our lives so so for example i i or you may be in a specific area of life so certain aspects of old uh, issues are now being reconciled and worked at mm-hmm. so we can have a map of our life uh, not so that we are um, being uh, blocked by that map, but so that we are understanding the pathway and how to avoid the weaknesses, the pitfalls, and how to uh, work with it. So that is why the chart is studied, mm. and
4: how mm. do you find? You know, how do you advise people to not um, be fatalistic about this? Um, in other words, you know, to say, you know, this is how I am, <laughs> and you know, mm. therefore, I'm I'm stuck with it because I I hear you, you know you know really guiding us in the highest way Mm. that no 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 this doesn't mean (laughs) that that this defines you um Mm. but but of course that's the tendency you know you hear people say well i am this or i am that you know it's the tendency to narrow uh self-perception and so Mm. you know how do you guide people out of that, out of using this as a tool for, um, in a sense, predicting the path of their life instead of, you know, opening it up?
5: Yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, my work has always been that I am trying to uh, give awareness to my clients and my students about the higher nature of their self and of how to, Understand all these planets are nothing but energies and tools for you to uh, work with them. And a very good analogy is that you have a car, and if you know how to drive the car, you can not make any destruction. But if you're a bad driver, you can have accidents, you can face <sighs> problems. So uh, these energies, they are part of your strengths but some energies may be more difficult so need some expertise some technical knowledge some i mean mostly spiritual knowledge you know mm-hmm. and when people come to me then my aim is not to say this is uh, the restriction and but i will say this is a difficult period so your choices are limited take care But then it is up to the person of how to uh, use that energy. My work is to give them, uh, to raise them above their uh, path and to show them this uh, passageway rather than to say, uh, this is the limitation. But by nature, you know, we have this tendency to um, fall into our easier element. You know, to change our lives is not the easy option. (laughs) Um, It is the more difficult option, Mm -hmm. Uh, and that is where, uh, you know, with uh, Jyotish people are uh, inspired uh, to uh, look at their higher self, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, everybody has their own pathway, so I encourage people to do it in their way while they are being still, um, you know, Living in the uh, in the world because people have to still live in a practical world at times.
4: Yeah, and I I, hmm. I um I understand and you know, have experienced um with Jotish that that it's it's not just the map and the information, um, but it's also some Guides uh, and practices that can be given that mm-hmm. can help to clear the mind, can help to balance mm-hmm. the body. Yeah. Um, in in terms of you know what might be called remedial measures, you know that sometimes there's a use of uh, gemstones um, or mantras or meditation on the deity or prayer something like that um, mm-hmm. that. You know, is not it's not just taking it in at the level of information, but mm-hmm. then uh, being able to engage in different practices that are appropriate yeah. for different periods of time, and uh, that seems to me to be one of the most positive. Um, mm-hmm. Ways, you know that that then yeah. we say, you know, well, my mind is really running amok right now, <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. and I see in my chart that the, the why the influence is happening. So it's not mm-hmm. enough, you know, just to see mm-hmm. that, but you know, how do we make the change? Uh, yeah, and, and then you know there might. So be... I
5: like uh, sorry to break in. I, I like to say, what are you going to do about it? You know, mm-hmm. exactly. and how are you going to work with it? And you know, there are very practices. And um, uh, we can wear gemstones and we can uh, do things, but more I like to give the yoga practices, you know, uh, to follow the path of uh, devotion, to uh, start with thinking about other people. You know, we become very selfish in our nature, so we want to think what is there in it for us. So sometimes each planet has a quality where you can make effort, you can give donation of your time, of your uh, for good causes. You can. It's not always about spending money. It's about mm-hmm. then spending, doing yoga, meditation. Often, what happens, uh, uh, Yoga Charya Ji, that if we uh, think I'm going to calm my mind down, the mind doesn't calm down. You can't switch it off. Uh, whereas if you put the energy into uh, looking at things where uh, you are focusing on other areas of life or helping yourself, then the mind over the years starts calming down, mm-hmm. and then your chart also slowly uh, stops having that grip over you. Mm-hmm. You know, then mm-hmm. you are able and uh, you are able not to be. Uh, always reacting to life unconsciously. Mm. See, with the planets, we can have a totally unconscious reaction, which means that something has happened to us. We, Mars, or say like planet Mars, we are angry, so it is going to just, we're just going to express our anger. But if you have a tendency, you can learn some techniques of mm. how to calm yourself down, how to Uh, not react instantly, not to be angry, but to express it, to say, I'm angry, I don't appreciate what you're doing to me, Mm -hmm. but learning how to cope with it. So each Mm -hmm. planet has its own quality, and we learn that all the techniques through the eight limbs of yoga, you know, that's a very powerful path. So remedies are uh, key.
4: Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. And, you know, it mm-hmm. seems that, of course, we're not only dealing with our individual um, uh, impressions uh, from our birth and, you know, from the patterns that influence us through time, but mm-hmm. there's the larger cycle of, um, you know, patterns uh uh, uh, of the collective itself, like for example, right now, uh, this mm. time, if you're listening in real time, uh, meaning <laughs> current time, uh, yeah. it's December of 2015, and we're mm. uh, we're just a few days away now from winter solstice, and so yeah. um, I'm guessing that in Jyotish, that that's an important time. Can you tell us about that?
5: Yes, uh, it's uh, you know winter solstice and the path of the sun is very important because at this time, especially in the northern hemisphere, we are going towards the shortest day of the uh, year, and the winter solstice is the time when uh, the sun is furthest away from the earth physically. That is why we have the short day of um uh, uh, And therefore, the energy is much more internalized and the light is um, a lot darker at this time Mm -hmm. and our understanding. And that is why you see that um, this is a very good time to uh, bring the light into ourselves through more time to meditate and to internalize and to understand that sometimes um it appears maybe you can see in world events it appears everything is negative, everything is uh happening in a wrong way that we um bring that light within ourselves and uh do some meditation practice so in India, this is a time for festivals so uh, the new moon uh, or the um, new moon and the Sun's Change of Signs, which is around 15th of uh, January, is a major festival in India uh, at this stage to celebrate the bringing back of light, the rebirth of the sun. So in a way, this time can be celebrated for us with an intention of letting go of some of our negativity that we carry within us. We may not be able to let go of everything, but we can use this, Special energy to let go. And actually sun passes through the galactic center at this moment. Mm-hmm. So that is another very important f- uh, time of uh, why this you see so many festivals that are happening at this time. Yes. Uh, uh, whichever culture you look at, there are festivals taking place. Mm-hmm. And that was the reason. Now it's all become commercial, but the reason was to internalize, to let go. Uh, and maybe not let go deeper things, but maybe things that you've been carrying within you for the last one year that mm-hmm. you're conscious of, that mm-hmm. let's at least forgive, forget, move on, mm-hmm. and clear our energy. So, uh, as I said, that that can be done with meditation, with, uh, uh, you know, some uh, silence. Mm-hmm. Uh, silence is very important to keep your mind also at peace. Absolutely, and you know,
4: in this hemisphere, in the winter, of course, so naturally draws us uh, to silence. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as we observe, of course, the what we would call the energy in the world or the materialistic mm-hmm. culture, it, it runs so opposite to that. You know, buy yeah. and go and do and um, you know so much fomenting on <laughs> on the mm-hmm. national mm-hmm. level in debates and um mm-hmm. when it's just uh, like the opposite pull to mm. where we really need to go, you know, to become quiet, you know, uh, mm. to bring our energy in. You know, if we look all around us, that's what the trees are doing. <laughs> they're dropping their outer leaves and they're pulling that sap, that energy in, mm. um, reaching down deep, you know, getting ready for the new life, uh, the mm. new birth. And it really is a time of waiting, I think. You know, every year, I have to confess, uh, Camilla, every year I forget about this. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) You know, I do. I think, you know, I find myself um, coming to this time of year and thinking, well, why am I feeling a little off balance, you know? Yeah. and then I have to say, oh, oh, you know, I remember. It's because, mm-hmm. you know, this is a, a deeply inward time, and mm-hmm. um, that's, that's what I need to
5: do. But every mm-hmm. year I forget. <laughs> yeah, and th- this is the thing that our outward material trajectory has gone so off balance now. We are doing the things that are not connected to the n- n- natural balance. And through Jyotish, you can bring that balance. I mean, you could do it with Ayurveda, you can do it with yoga, but Jyotish tells you the exact timing, you know, and that is why the sages paid so much attention to it, that this is the winter solstice. So this is what is the natural nature, what is nature telling us. Just as you said, the trees are shedding their uh, their leaves, and so we have to follow that, and... um, So whereas everybody's in a shopping frenzy or whatever other, Mm -hmm. which is going against the natural nature. So what we have to do is really with this help is to bring ourselves back, uh, some kind of uh, bringing ourselves back to um, more in align with nature Mm -hmm. and uh, align with what the cosmic path is. And cosmic path is nothing but more than what is the natural indications for us
4: natural indications. Mm. That's a beautiful mm. way to say mm. it, really. It's so, mm. so simple and yet so profound. Mm. You know, that is how my yeah. uh, guru, uh, Roy Eugene Davis, has always described yoga as really mm. intentional living. You know, Kriya Yoga is just intentional living. It's conscious yeah. living mm. and a living in harmony with nature. Uh, you're mm. listening to the Yoga Hour with guest today, Camilla Sutton, who is co-founder and chair of the British Association for Vedic Astrology, and she's the author of several books on Jyotish. Her website is comilla.com, K-O-M-I-L-L-A dot And we'll be back with you in our last segment today to talk a little bit more about Jyotish and um, what is most inspiring about it. We'll be right back with you.
2: Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life?
6: Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you, who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food,
3: listening to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien. If you have a question, please submit it via email at theyogahour at unityonlineradio.org and
4: we will respond. Now, back to the Yoga Hour. Welcome back to the Yoga Hour. I'm Yogacharya O'Brien. And our program today is on the science of Jyotish, um, also known as Vedic Astrology. And uh, we're honored today to have as our guest Camilla Sutton, who is co-founder and chair of the British Association for Vedic Astrology. And I want to mention again uh, Camilla's website, which is komilla.com. So if you're new to Jyotish and you're wondering You know, how can I learn about it? You'll find many uh, resources on her site. She's, of course, available for consultation, um, but she also has some courses um, that begin in March. So you can visit her website, k-o-m-i-l-l-a dot com. so a little bit more from Sri Yukteswarji, uh, the guru of Parmansa Yogananda, um, about why, you know, um, it can be useful to have these maps <laughs> of the universe. So he, he said, it is only when a traveler has reached his goal that he is justified in discarding his maps. During the journey, he takes advantage of any convenient shortcut. The ancient rishis discovered many ways to curtail the period of man's exile in delusion <laughs> don't you love that <laughs> to curtail the yeah. period of our exile in delusion there are certain mechanical features in the law of karma that can be skillfully adjusted by the fingers of wisdom so Kumila, tell us how this uh, how the how the fingers of wisdom reached out to grab you <laughs> and to make you yeah. interested in in jyotish you know uh,
5: how, well, how- uh, you know many years ago i was uh, uh, it, my life was in uh, total mess and I was living in Mumbai at that time and um, uh, a very good friend of mine he was a Sanskrit scholar and uh, studying Jyotish as well and uh, I went to um, discuss with him my issues and uh, I was very lucky because he I regard him as my guru and he pointed me to this light of Jyotish and he explained my chart to me in a very uh, spiritual high level of understanding. And um, uh, it made so much sense to understand and to consciously uh, understand what uh, what is blocking uh, my personal development. So Mm. it uh, began a journey for me. Actually, it was 79, not 77 Seventy nineteen seventy nine. So many years now. <laughs> almost, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've been working on it, and it. Um, uh, and then um, you know, I was just studying for my self awareness and personal development, and I've always used Jyotish. I follow all its uh, rules, and I, I've been working on it, and it has really taken me um and developed me spiritually a lot and made me much more functional in the worldly sense also you know Mm -hmm. Uh, i i don't want to uh, plug into that all the time but i have to live in it so uh, so over the years i i have done all the remedies i've followed the path of yoga Uh, i have um, done the chanting which is very important part of um, jyotish as well because we have uh, all the planets we have we don't t- uh, talk about planets as ordinary things beings we think of uh, them as deities so mm-hmm. each planet can be honored and uh, revered and you each planet has a deity it has a inner deity so we can Uh, Chant, the chant for the planet or chant for the deity. Uh, Lord Shiva is supposed to have given the knowledge of Jyotish uh, through his wife uh, and uh, through Lord Ganesha, so his son, Mm. wife Uma, and son um, (laughs) Ganesha. So you see that the knowledge, he's the uh, higher guru. And uh, so uh, the all those things that I follow, that it has been, um, and I think I, I just love what um, Sri Yukte- Yukteshwar has said about this, is that to give the shortcut, you know, the ability to avoid the uh, issues and also you're not just avoiding it to have a problem in another time, but you're avoiding it because you're purifying yourself. Mm-hmm. So it has been very good. Path for me, and I uh, in the 90s I started doing uh, astrology actually, 95, so I'm 20th year into uh, my um, study. Mm. And, Congratulations! Um, <laughs> um, into my consultations and mm. work, but I started doing uh, full time, i uh, full time practicing astrologer, mm. and um, so but it came almost like organically. Now, one of the things I learned was not to push my knowledge as well. Everything develops. I'm on the path, and uh, you know to uh, explain on the subject. I feel that is part of my karma that I have to talk about my subject to tell people how important a tool it is for them to have as part of their life.
4: Mm. and so, I love uh,
5: the, I love the insight about learning
4: not to mm-hmm. push you know mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's a that's really a, such an important spiritual insight isn't it you know that mm-hmm. yeah. that joy you know, really it's it's the shift from we're not operating at the level of ego where we have to push. Mm-hmm but we're mm-hmm. learning how to cooperate with the higher self which unfolds from within which is so it's so different it's such a different way of of being and uh so i see and i i really uh, have enjoyed so much this conversation with you I, I see um how we can have this understanding of jyotish as light you know that's showing mm-hmm. us uh, a pathway um from and to the higher self um you know I, I as i was listening to you tell about your story i was thinking oh in 1979 Um, That was the year, also, I met my guru and began the path of Kriya Yoga. So, uh, sometime we'll have to look at where the planets were for us both, (laughs) because, um, you know, very similar for me, you know, which, you know, is classic for students on this enlightenment path, where you're just in a place where you say, this is not working so i need some help yeah. and then you know the it it comes you know out of our deep intention the guru appears and yeah. uh, you know if we're ready then we can begin uh, to live that to live that life of yoga which is this path of purification and mm-hmm. liberation um uh, tell us uh, now we're going to be concluding in just a few moments but i, I want to give you uh time to well, share with us any uh, words of encouragement or inspiration Mm. you would have um, for our listeners today?
5: Uh, I think in the path of light, the thing is this inspiration just comes. I remember my own uh, journey. Suddenly the light was on. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly, and I think this is what you're saying, that the intention is there, but we suddenly uh, find this information and at each path as you develop, uh, you uh, get more and more because that is the journey. So the journey has to be also appreciated. We can't go um, to the level of moksha instantly, but we should always be on the path of uh, light and path of self-realization. Mm. So I think that um, I think of Jyotish as the yoga of the mind. Mm, and yes. of how to work with the mind. So, uh, But it's connected to all the different elements. So mm-hmm. if you're on a path and you're uh, fe- feeling some difficulty, then uh, maybe there's a different approach. It doesn't mean the path is wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, you have to... Uh, m- I think regular practice of uh, your spiritual discipline is very important. And uh, through these uh, planets, that's what has my discipline has been through the planets, that I use their inspiration, their energy to guide a path so that I'm not restricted by what uh, came to me, which I created. I think this Mm -hmm. is what Sri Yukteswar is saying. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking inspiration from him that he says Mm -hmm. that what we created for ourselves, we can undo. (laughs) So we can't blame anybody for our problems. At the same time, we can't blame anybody for our good things as well. (laughs) So we have to uh, take that, um, uh, you have to uh, t- have the courage to go on the path because we can undo our problems.
4: Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And thank you for bringing mm-hmm. us that inspiration. Mm-hmm. Thank you for this wonderful conversation today. Um, thank about you for having
5: attention. me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
4: been a pleasure. And and so I'm hoping for all of our listeners um, uh, this is instant shining forth of the light <laughs> upon the path. It just as sometimes it feels like you're walking in darkness and I'm thinking of the beautiful scripture that says the people uh, who walked in darkness have seen a great light. So may you see that great light, the light of inspiration and uh, find guidance uh, upon your path. And I want to remind you um, in terms of guidance, of course, you can find out more about Jyotish and about Komila uh, her books and teaching schedule at komilla.com, K-O-M-I-L-L-A dot com. And uh, next week we're going to have an encore program, Say Goodbye to Fear, uh, Courageous Living Through Yoga and Vedanta with Pravrajika Brahma Prana. Um, That will be a lovely conversation to remember. Yoga Hour is a service project of Center for Spiritual Enlightenment, a meditation center in the Kriya Yoga tradition. For more information about Center for Spiritual Enlightenment, visit csecenter.org and um, find out about the program that is launching for 2016 that is an everyday prosperity program that is called 365 ARTA, and it's a way to learn about how to support your highest goals in life. CSECenter.org Remember to subscribe to Yoga Hour at iTunes. I look forward to being with you again. Until next time, remember to let your inner light shine into the world. Share your peace and your joy with all that you meet. We want to thank uh, Jeff Comfort for another year of support and uh, skill in the sound room at uh, Unity Headquarters and thank Vicki Martin and uh, Laura Prema, Laurel Prema Trujillo for her guest hosting. And again, Comilla, thank you again for being here today.
5: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
3: Thank you for tuning into The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien.
2: Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week
1: and we think we love someone. We're actually loving what we think the other person may be able to give us. Love at its highest level demands nothing in return. Love is much more than an emotion. It is an inner quality that sees good everywhere and in everybody. It insists that all is good, and by refusing to see anything but good, it tends to cause that quality to appear uppermost in itself and in other things. Ask yourself, What kind of love am I radiating? Do I love with no concern about what I'll receive in return? Make the choice to love unconditionally, purely for the sake of loving. You'll become a healing, harmonizing influence on everyone and everything in your world. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org.